Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey friends, welcome to another edition of the Tennis and Beagles podcast. We just finished wrapping up the men's draw here with um, Jack Edward, and he's here again to join us for the women's. And it should be incredibly exciting, and I think we'll have a lot of good, different opinions this time. So, how are you doing, Jack? Yeah, I'm very good, Bunch. Thank you. And yeah, the last one, we had a, a lot of similar opinions, a lot of the same picks to go through. The the odds are very unlikely that we've got the same people to go through in the women's draw. So, should be exciting to talk about. A lot of interesting things to, to bring up. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Let's do it. Yep, let's do it. All right, so the number one seed here is Iga Sviantek, and she's slated to play Jessica Pagula, the eighth seed, in the quarterfinals. Sviantek, as of late, has lost four of her last nine matches. Obviously come down to earth after an incredible 37-match winning streak that she was on. Um, obviously, we know she doesn't like the conditions or the balls here because the men and women, they use different balls the men use the extra heavy duty balls the women use uh use this use different ones which are lighter and Chiantek has a difficult time controlling them so with that knowledge in mind um who do you see what stands out most to you about this whole quarter but Chiantek and Pagula we'll start with this Chiantek part first it's it's super difficult to to know where to start actually you know the the first thing I would say if you were going to put an odds on bet for somebody to make their way through at least the first four rounds and then have a decent chance in the quarterfinals, you'd probably be looking at Jessica Pagula, who yeah. has just been playing super solid stuff all year. That stat I had, but it's like players ranked 15 to 60 this year, 17 and 0 or something like that. I'm sure it would be even better than that after Cincinnati. She just takes care of business basically for, for against anybody that she should be beating. She maybe just lacks a little bit against the, the, the better players. But yeah, I mean, anybody there, I maybe would have been scared about, about a few players maybe going into the, the draw. Elise Mertens will be a tough third round, but she I could see her getting through that. Generally, though, uh, none of the other players scare me too much. Maybe the fourth round, okay. Kvitova could be a problem, but there's no guarantee Kvitova gets through. Has historically struggled with the heat. It, at the US, and you know, if she went out in round one, I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't bat an eyelid if she got to the quarterfinals. Exactly the same, you know, her results can be pretty to and fro. The one player that maybe could cause her problems, I'm zipping a bit a wee bit, Vance, but I would just like to mention her before I let you um, take the reins for a little bit, is Clara Towson. Because Clara Towson is probably one of the best, potentially best, sorry, hard quarters to. to come up the rankings in a long time she's obviously not quite there yet her game is very up and down the way she strikes the ball super flat but plenty of margin at the same time it's not totally unsafe she should be doing really scary stuff on a hard court just likes the high bounce as well not so much the natural surfaces I imagine her record is pretty terrible probably on the natural surfaces but 
Hey, on a hard court, I mean, if she's playing well enough, I think she could beat anybody. That is a big question mark, though, because she's not played too much going into the tournament. I did see in John Silk's show that Clara Towson was my pick for the, the title, because why not? <laughs> Towson could, could be Towson. I've revised that, though, so I'm not giving away my cards too early, but I still uh-huh. fancy her chances to, to be dangerous, is all I'm saying. However, yeah, in summary, Jessica Pegula would be my odds-on favourite to get to the quarters there, I think. Yeah, so she is actually the the one that you can rely on the most in terms of consistency. So many quarterfinals, semifinals, obviously like in the fourth in the race, she's put together a really stellar year. Only has one title though, but I feel like with these, um, but I feel like she's due for a big result at some point. And I mm-hmm. like her draw here. Uh, Victoria Golubich in the first round is somewhat tricky, but she's a qualifier and nothing that Pagula I don't think uh, will have many issues with. Yeah. And obviously, Martins, I think you can pencil her into the third round with that stat of winning, having reached the third yeah. round at least in the last 18 majors, all of them in a row. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Kavitova, you just never know what to expect from her day in, day out. Obviously, these conditions should be good for her. Um, I think she made the fourth round in 2020 and lost a close one to Shelby Rogers. So that's uh, that's really? the, that's one I did. 2022, you know. really? Like, it was the third round, actually, against Rogers. Yeah, third round against Rogers. Yeah, it must have been a bit earlier. Um, I think just made the quarterfinal. And that was actually happening the same time as the Djokovic PCB match. So that's that's interesting. Oh, was it? Right. Okay. But, yeah, that's why I think it fell really under the radar. But uh, yeah. the the first round that stands out to me here is Shinwen Zhang against Yelena Ostapenko. I just look at that for... Oh, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. if we're sticking on the Jessica Pegula side of the quarter, um, one name that does stick out to me is Linda Fruvertoa. So she's just yeah. come through the qualifying... She's obviously yeah. very talented. She beat. She put together some nice wins in Miami, I believe. She beat Victoria Azarenka there, Elise Mertens, some good names that uh, uh, you know sort of made me rise rise an eyebrow. Like, oh, this this girl is quite good, actually. Yeah, and, I um, remember Victoria Azarenka sort of walking off in a little bit of a, a huff there, actually. I um, love the yeah, bold great. take on uh, Clara Towson. I don't think it's that bold, but it's just that she hasn't been playing for so long. She's not been. Yeah. A, you know, obviously been injured for about six months. Muguruza and Tossin, I have no idea what's going to happen in that match. No clue whatsoever. Muguruza, not been in any form since winning the World Tour Finals. Uh, that ninth seed is that ninth seed is very, very generous. Um, but, no, totally. It's literally all World Tour Finals, surely. Um, almost, like, so that, can't be much more than that. Yeah, but that match between Fruvertova and Xinyu Wang is going to be interesting. You have a lot of kind of under the radar like Bernardo Pera I'm not sure what to do with her she literally has not lost a match my, and like my two takes in those two players Vance Fruvitova I think it's a little bit early on in her career I think from the ground she's amazing but just a little bit too young to be um, getting three points on the serve etc maybe against a more experienced player that could make a difference mm-hmm. for, and so, so I wouldn't really a third round would be amazing for her but yeah. any further than that definitely not Pera, I feel like she bikes a lot of time on the return. If she's playing a big server like Kvitova, that could be a bit of a problem. I, yeah, I, she could maybe get to the second round against Kalinina for sure. Like, but against yeah. Kvitova, I would fancy Kvitova's chances. I don't think it's the best matchup. She does like mm-hmm. to be afforded a bit of time. So, yeah, that is that that is interesting. I I think I maybe like Pera more in the clay court, just with the yeah. wind up she has on the forehand. I think that just it gives her a little more time. Um, exactly. Fruvertova was my pick to get to the third round. I could see Muguruza scraping through a really ugly first round with Tosin, uh, mm-hmm. since they're both really not in good form. And then Fruvertova versus Kavitova, or 
Kalanina, like I just, uh, I, yeah, some of these matches are sort of just stay away in terms of predictions for me. Oh, it yeah, just feels totally. so, it just feels so 50 50. And the only That's sure bet for me is really just Pagula and Pagula getting to the quarters is the sure bet there. I guess yeah. we could go, yeah, to, exactly. could go to Shviontek's side now. And yeah, the match that stands out to me in this quarter is Shinwin Zhang against. Ostapenko, I keep looking at that Zhang name and I just thinking, oof, that's trouble for Shiantek in the fourth round. Just based on uh-huh. the French Open match and also just how well Zhang is just played in general. She just looks like the real deal. Yeah, totally, totally agree, Vance. I am um, it's jumping the gun, whatever. I've got her to get through to the semis. Shin win? Okay, that's that's the, that's a good that's actually a pretty decent pick. Um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I don't think anyone can really think... argue. Uh, I think her game is fantastic. Like when she's on, her game is fantastic. And actually, she doesn't really have that many dips. Like, yeah, she she she's got a very very decent base level, and her serve is incredible. Like that's the sort of thing that, that could cause people nightmares in this surface. Yeah, uh, particularly Schwantek, who obviously, if there was a fourth round between them, yeah, I'd pick I'd pick Kim Wenzeng in that matchup, and then. Pagula, it'll be difficult, but she could she could blow her off the court. So I I pick her maybe by like sixty forty. Yeah, so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kennan I think is actually kind of going a little under the radar. She had some two good wins in Cleveland. First time she's looked so good in a long time. I mean, eight months off. I know she pushed yeah. on Stephens in Canada as well. Don't yeah, remember she's what fighting, happened. Isn't she? She's, so she's, she's fighting well. Yeah, she's definitely fighting really well, and I could see the, the you know the drop shots and those forehand slices a bit. Sort of Brooks Brooksby esque, I guess if you could say, mm-hmm. sort of causing Anisimova, who likes rhythm, a lot of problems in the second round, and maybe even Julian Neimer is not an easy first round either. I mean, I guess big hitter. No, but... I, I would pick Neimer to get through. Okay, to be interesting. Honest, but, yeah, yeah. I, I could see yeah. a bunch of different results happen there. I'm not picking Kennedy to get through, um, just because. Yeah, I mean Jinwin is there, and also Shviantek against uh, Stone Stephens. I mean they had a tight match in Cincinnati. That could go. That could be tough too. But I just. I, that, I, yeah. I will still pick Shiontek to get to the fourth round. I don't really. Alexandrova could be kind of tough. Yeah, Damien yeah. like, picked Alexandrova to to maybe get through Shiontek, and I, I kind of see why she's such yeah. a flat hitter. Hits it really, really big when she's when she's having her day. I just yeah. feel like I feel like just a little bit too linear for yeah. me. Shiontek should be able to absorb the pace. Um, and sort of because the rally temperament of Alexandra was not airtight, I, I just think she could probably sustain enough balls that that she could come through most of the rallies or enough rallies with her for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd see Shvontek, Kimun Zeng in the fourth round, and then I'm picking Zeng. Wow, I have the same. I have Zeng and Pagula, and I actually have uh, I have Pagula coming through. Ah, okay. Cool. Yeah. I think Zeng's yeah. time will come, but I just think uh, Pagula has been so rock solid. I have to believe this is a great chance with the U.S. crowd to get to the uh, semis. We're just willing her on just a little bit more steady. But I could and bother Zhang with some really flat hitting. But I could really see, um, I could also see Zhang really coming through. It's a bit 50-50 for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm picking Zhang by here, Vance, but I like your pick. Definitely yeah. pick a a solid one. Yeah, for me, and uh, obviously, if we go to the bottom quarter, I think that's uh, this is Paula Bedosa's quarter. Um, Bedosa's not been playing so well for a long time. Obviously, she had the she did well in uh, Indian Wells to back up her title by getting to the semis. She had a few, you know, quarters, third rounds, fourth round since then, but nothing really jumps off. And she's been struggling a little bit with fitness and withdrawing and retiring in a lot of tournaments. I don't think she's in the right headspace. But that being said. 
Um, her first few rounds are winnable against Serenko and Martic, and Azarenka's not been playing so well as of late. Yeah. Interesting, you could have a lot of Ukraine and Russian, Belarusian clashes early on. It's a race, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I not thought about that. Um, yeah, but Dosa, it shouldn't really be the, for me, yeah. the point of discussion there. Obviously, she's the top seed there, but I don't think in any way it's the kind of court that, that suits her game, definitely. Yeah. I like um, Benchich in this section. I, I have her coming through. So, so did I had that as well, Vanch, but I did. I revised my decision just based on a Pliskova Benchich third round. It's kind mm. of like Pliskova's really only been playing or had bad results, I guess, because of the kind of layoff after the injury and not being on a surface that suited her. The Montreal result, probably in her head, by the looks of things in her um, post-match press or post-match conferences, whatever, didn't surprise her that much. I think she kind of expected to reach this level again sooner yeah. rather than later. So I don't think it's a flash in the pan or Montreal run. And no, I don't either. And, and she's had really good results, particularly second half of years and especially at the US Open, being a finalist and played very well there last year too. So yeah, uh, I like yeah, that call. So I, I liked Benchich as well, Vance, but I just, I kind of, I struggle to definitely see her getting through Pliskova. If she did get through Pliskova, I, I think she gets to the quarters. But I just, I can't say with total confidence that Benchich wins that match. Do you, do you happen to know their head-to-head out of interest? Yeah, it's 1-0 for uh, Benchich. They played once in Indian Wells in 2019. And right. Benchich had just come off of winning Dubai a 1,000 and then um, had some really good wins, beat Osaka and then beat Pushkova. I think right, lost okay. eventually, yeah, eventually lost in the semis to Kerber. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. yeah. She, she beat, I remember she beat Pushkova in the quarters there. But that's the only time they've ever played, so very little sample size, really. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, so, so Vance, in, in short, I'm probably picking Pushkova to get to the quarters. Okay, I have Benchich, so... Yeah. Um, I have I have Pushkova Benchich fourth round. I have Benchich coming through there. Okay. Um, but okay. but I guess really the quarter that interests me more is this 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 bottom half right here with Raducanu and Sabalenka. And uh, what do you think about Raducanu's first round against Cornet? Let's just start there. Yeah, I think Cornet wins. <laughs> In short, I think Cornet wins. To be honest, I, I don't think it's going to be one sided for sure. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't. Think Raducanu's matches against Williams and Azarenka are really that telling. I, I think the pair of those players played far below their best. And okay, yeah, you can call them both Slam champions and say Raducanu beat two Slam champions, but that's not shouldn't beat two players playing like that sort of form for sure. I mean, I think she had like one on first error against Serena Williams. That's yeah. not the sort of game you play against Serena and win, obviously, mm-hmm. and then Azarenka had a bit of a shocker. So, yeah, that those that sort of spike of form or supposed spike of form aside, I just feel like Raducanu's game still isn't... She's getting overpowered on the court, I guess. Corny's not the sort of player to overpower people, fine, but I think she's just tricky enough that she could find a way through Emma. It's, yeah, it'll be close though, Vanch. How do you yeah. feel about it? Yeah, I feel like it's really close. Raducan has never lost her first round before, um, in any of her, oh. in in any major that she's played so far. She's played five. Uh, Cornet did play this week, uh, you know, so she'll have a tough turnaround. So there's that. Um, 
And Cornet is, I could see Raducano really struggling against Cornet because of the, the counter-punching, but also a decent amount of offense. And she's a drama queen for the people, as we know. And she has really good record against, you know, big-name pedigree players early in majors, obviously, which Fiontech uh, this year. And she beat Halep at, at the Australian Open. And she's on the streak of 60, 63 consecutive majors played, which is amazing and unbelievable because yeah. this was supposed to be her last year. But now she's yeah. she's having a career best season at age thirty two. But something tells me Raducanu is is up for this. Somehow I just feel like uh, her level last week. While I do agree it was uh, Serena Williams, much 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 short of anywhere close to resembling her best. And Azarenka really played a really bad match. Um, I think the match against Jessica Pagula was encouraging. It was two tight sets, and I just feel like she she likes these fast courts. I think she, it looks like she's hitting with a lot more power because. Um, those balls and those she's going back to playing a lot more offensive tennis now under Tursunov it hasn't been a really big sample size so far and she is constantly yeah. going to be asked about the pressure and so there's all these factors there but I could see I could see um, Emma coming through it's very 50-50 I actually won't even make a prick I just think it's I, I actually I totally slipped my mind she was with Tursunov at the moment that is a big deal for me just given Tursunov's records yeah. um, basically turned around Contivate's career Sabalenka did wonders for her as well, just teaching people how to use offense safely, basically, yeah. could be a, a huge benefit for her, I guess. That's a good point, actually. Um, but yeah, I said, okay, yeah, if she wants to get through that bunch, and I, yeah, I, I, I'm seeing it as a tight match, so no, yeah. I'm not saying Corny for sure. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, hesitantly I, going with, uh, with Emma and just, uh, yeah. Yeah. I still would pick her to get beaten by. Osaka, yeah, I would put in the first. Hey, I like it actually. So, so here's, here's the thing: is that I, that Osaka Collins match? Uh-huh. I see that yeah, as I a good one match for Osaka to come back to because Col- yeah, Collins totally. hasn't played since July twelfth, and, and she's had a neck injury since then. And the last time yeah. they played was in Miami, and it was a uh, routing. Uh, Osaka won easily, and it's three and zero head to head. And if yeah. Naomi just like if she gets in the right headspace and right mindset, I think she's the best player on the hard court even now. So I just I just yeah. don't really see her struggling at all after Collins, Yuvan, I mean Raducanu in the third round. I think I give I still give Osaka an edge there, um, Sabalenka, Rubakina. But like, and then when she gets to the quarters, she's undefeated. So she's <laughs> oh, uh, gotten through to the, the quarters at least in bunch. Yeah, she's gotten through the quarters four times, and she's won all those times. She's won the major all the times, and she's she's won a yeah, major that's, every that's year. Actually, and every even year she's won the U.S. <laughs> Open. So you know, 2018, 2020. I'm just seeing these parallels, and I'm I was just thinking I was on my pillow last night, and I'm, I just had this epiphany. Like, what if Naomi Osaka wins the U.S. Open? Why are we counting her out? I actually think I'm this is a good. I'm definitely counting her out. I'm definitely counting her out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really glad you mentioned her because I just I feel like if she can get through that Collins match, her odds go yeah. way higher from there. Oh yeah, yeah, my for view. sure. I, I actually, so I would put her through to the quarters as well. But again, I'm putting, I'm putting Pliskova to beat her. I cannot believe it. I just, yeah. No, that's a I good just, matchup I, for the Pliskova. That, that's a very even match. Like it's, it's very yeah. serve and yeah, it's very serve, serve and serve plus one heavily. Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. You can, you can go either way. Yeah, that's temper the Osaka uh, return a little bit where other players can't so much do yeah. that so yeah, yeah I, I'm picking Gleskova to go through I can't no, I can't believe I'm saying it but that, okay. that's my pick yeah I have uh, Osaka and Bencic and you know Bencic has obviously caused Osaka a lot of problems but I think she figured out yeah. something in Miami there and I think uh, yeah I just can't get that stat passed by head with the quarterfinals and going on and winning like, yeah 
Fair, fair enough. Time, okay, Asaka, Asaka and the semis then, but... Yeah, I have Osaka in the semis, playing against uh, Pakula. Love it. Good pick. And I have Osaka winning. Yep, yeah, wait, but the tournament... <laughs> Oh, and I have Osaka getting to the final. I'll, I'll reveal the, okay, well, the okay, final okay, result we'll later. So We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Osaka against Pagula, that's a good matchup. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd pick, pick Osaka if that was the case. Yes. Kim with Zengo, obviously, might be a different story. Yeah, that might be that might be tougher. <laughs> she did beat yeah. Kim in San Jose, but this is, yeah, this is... Oh, did she? Could be different, yeah. Before the Coco Golf match, it was, uh, was Zeng and 6-3 in the third. Yeah. Is yeah. It, this is yeah. That's an exciting half of the draw for me, or quarter of the draw, in particular, just from Vidosa to Sabalenka. Cause it's so difficult yeah. to call. So difficult to call. I guess now that I've made my rant on Osaka, I feel I feel good getting that out. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, Vance, for like the you know the just the feel good pick, I really want Osaka to to get through. It'd be amazing. Yeah. I just think the tour is so much better when she's you know happy and playing well, and it's just. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to see her back in the mix, especially on a hard court where she belongs. If she's too many people player. counting her out as well. I agree. Yeah, even last year she was not in a good headspace at all, and she served for the match against Fernandez, and Fernandez got to the final. So, like, I, I feel know. like she had a match point, maybe. Yeah, no, she didn't have match point, but she definitely she, she, she served for it, and uh, yeah, actually played kind of a bad game to get broken, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, fingers crossed for. Her. Yeah, um, speaking of good draws, though, uh, this top half of the bottom section, I do like this section for help. Well, what, are your, what are your thoughts on first, that? First, first, first three rounds, anyway. Yes, the first three rounds, especially, I do, I do think are yeah. favorable for her. Yeah, I would agree for sure. Marino, pretty big serve, I guess, from forehand combo, not the sort of thing that really troubles Halep. Teichman, not the base on a hard court for sure, and tends to be able to spin her weight using that lefty forehand for the clay court against a lot of players. Still can be dangerous on her day, of course, but Halep should find a way through that as well. I think, yeah, all good matchups. Yeah, for sure. And obviously Keys just Stremska, that, that one's uh, that one's kind of interesting. And then winner to play Georgie. Wow, I didn't see that earlier. That's, I know, it's a lot, a lot of big hitters for Keys off the, the bat, eh? yeah. which um, can actually spell trouble for her because obviously, you know, it's not quite looking in a mirror, I guess, but it's probably she would prefer to be able to just overpower her opponent than than have yeah. to uh, than play the same game against them. Mm-hmm. And then a potential keys versus Goff in the third round. I I do want to say that yeah. I am I am a little bit uh, cautious about Goff in the second round against Seville. I think that Seville is playing really well. Yeah, she, I noticed you, you were saying that you don't want to underrate her, which is um, fair. She's in the final right now, I think, in uh, in Granby. Is it? Yeah, yeah, she's in the, she's in the finals of Granby, and she's looked. She's had some really big wins this year. Actually, she beat Jabor in Indian Wells. She beat uh, Pigula in oh. San Jose. In uh, she beat Pigula in San Jose, or I really thought she was going to win. Or was, it wasn't San Jose. It was the it was the two fifty going on at that time. Oh, DC. Really? It was in it was in Washington DC. Yeah, she beat uh, Pigula in the first round. So I was I was quite surprised by that. And that must be one of Pigula's only like first round losses of the. The year almost, maybe not yeah. literally, but surely. And that's the that. that's the one title she has, which is the DC two thousand nineteen. So. Uh, oh, so sorry, it was just a few years ago. Yeah, yeah and, and then th- and then this year, but this year she lost in the first round to Seville. So that was. Uh, oh right. Okay. That was the that was the match that uh, really made me think. Oh, Seville is underrated. Yeah. 
Fair. I just yeah. Um, who was the other top ten players? Jabir and Wales actually. It's still a really good win. Yeah, I mean she um, she has had wins this year over. I, I wouldn't say like top ten players, but you know like a Mertens, a Kvitova, the Teichmann. Um, yeah, I don't. I, don't think, I think too. So it's not. I don't think she beats golf. I guess. Fans yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so either. But I just think you know that'll be a tight one. I actually do have golf still coming through. I just. Uh, I just have her as a dark horse, but I'm not actually picking her to come yeah. through. I think. Uh, I think I have a golf. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, fourth round. Yeah, um, Keys obviously. Yeah, actually, Keys is just a bit too volatile, so I agree. Yeah, golf, uh, golf, Halep, and then in that matchup, I pick Halep again. I pick Halep again as well. I can't go look past their head to head, which is four zero. They played three times this year. I know their match in Montreal, uh, Toronto was a lot closer. Um, yeah, but really, it also got close because um, you know, because Golf was just crushing the ball, and I think that's what she needs to do against Halep because yeah. she's just as good yeah. of a counter puncher as. As Halep backhand to backhand, they're quite similar. Goff has a yeah. bigger first serve, but Halep can also consistently hit through the court better with her forehand and flatten it out and take it early. I think that's the main difference I personally see as well, and also just uh, just psychologically, a little bit yeah. in the head. Just uh, results aside, I mean, if we get that match, it'll be a fantastic match. Yeah, it's, it's a really it's a really exciting matchup for me. Yeah. I just I feel like for either player to 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 graft a advantage in the point. It takes a lot of variety, a lot of like thinking on your feet. It'll be a really, really good match if we get it. Yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. I really hope we get that, and uh, I do have, I do have help getting through to the quarters. Um, but now yeah. this this next section Likewise. with Haddad, Maya, and Andrescu and uh, Garcia and yeah, Sakari. That's the that's it's that's mental. Quite, yeah, that's that's quite Prote- a yeah, prot- particularly Haddad, Maya to Garcia. Yeah, um, that's brutal. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Andrescu is someone who can. Who I, I like the way she played in Canada. Um, eventually yeah. lost to Zhang there, but she showed me some good stuff against Kazakina. And then winning her next round as well. Forgot who that was against, yeah. but that's quite a good. I but but then since since then she hasn't played in U.S. Open last year. She played that good match against Sakari in the fourth round. Had her chances there. So this has been a good tournament for oh, her. She lost that, of course. Yeah, yeah. That slipped my mind. She had a very good chance to get through to the quarters. I, I kind of, I sort of want to counter her a little bit, though, Vance. I just feel like Haddad Maya and then Garcia. Yeah, that, that's tough. It's, it's too tough for me. And um, if she did come through Haddad Maya, I don't think 
Garcia is the kind of player she'd want to play. Um, just somebody that can kind of turn aggression around on you and it's maybe not the sort of player she's used to playing. It's kind of interesting to see if Garcia will sustain her form though. And mm-hmm. there's maybe other, there's maybe lower ranked players that she could be vulnerable against actually. Yeah. Um, like she'd maybe prefer to play Andreescu. I think somebody who hits the ball a bit harder actually suits her. Um, yeah. I so it's, it's, quite, it's, so it's quite difficult to see for sure Garcia gets through. Yeah, for sure. I mean, because Garcia is awesome as she was in Cincinnati. She's still only made one major quarterfinal. And that was in 2017 mm-hmm. at Roland Garros. And I just feel like, and obviously last time she went on this run was post-US Open, end of 2017, where she kind of peaked at the end of the year, wasn't really leading into a major. Whereas yeah. this year will be so interesting to see if she can continue to play that aggressive style and aggressive returning. Like just literally almost have volleying serves and standing so far yeah. in. I know, taking, yeah, I taking time away and coming to the net. It's very old school. Obviously, she's a fantastic doubles player. But yeah. she's she's just so much more committed to that style. And obviously, it will work well on these fast courts. But if it doesn't work, it could also go really bad. So yeah. that's that's my concern with Garcia. But, I, but uh, you know, maybe the momentum just takes her through. And maybe this is this is now or never. I just feel like it's now or never for Garcia at this point. Yeah. Because she's, what, 28? And I, I think having gone through the 2017 thing once, I feel like... Mm-hmm. I feel like this could be her time. So I'm I'm going to go with uh, Garcia over Haddad Maya. In the third yeah. round, I have Haddad Maya beating Andrescu as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, Andrescu or Haddad Maya is kind of a coin toss for me, actually. But I'm still, either way, I'd pick Garcia over both of them. Yeah. Um, but then in round four, I'd probably pick her over. Sakari's just too hard to back. I know. I know like, she's, she's too hard to back. She like, is way too hard to back. And she plays Maria in the first round who beat her at Wimbledon. In the third yeah, round. but then I think Sakari um, also beat Maria in Australia. Um, yeah, that's and true. That was that was probably a lot more telling of how this match will, will go. Right, I, I forgot imagine. about that one. That's that's a good point. Um, yeah. But I, I still, yeah, Sakari against. Actually, I do think Sakari can get to the fourth round here. I do. Yeah, it's, it's and Paddy as well is a good player to play in a hard court. Yeah. If Paddy even gets through, actually, obviously, mm. um, one maybe more likely to get through actually there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see Sakari getting beat by a player like Risk, to be honest. Like somebody Ooh. who can just make her overheat. Or like, even even Osorio with the variety. Yeah, I, I, I underrate Osorio. I just feel like this, the serve maybe isn't as, as good as it should be. So I, I'm Ooh. not sure Osorio gets through. But I, I, I yeah. do see what you mean. If she were to get to the third round, it would be a difficult match, I think. I just yeah. don't think she will get get through. Ooh. I think Risk, Risk, Risk Amritraj, of course, her name now, um, would be more of a risk, a risk uh, than um, <laughs> nice pun there. <laughs> Didn't even mean it. <laughs> that uh, sorry, it's Rano for Smooth, me. Smooth, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I still, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I don't feel great about it, but I have Sakari versus Garcia, and I have the result being the same as it was in Cincinnati with Garcia winning. Garcia getting through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel as well. So yeah, okay, Halep, Garcia, what do you think, Vance? That's probably the interesting question because that's where I am. So this is where Halep, um, this is where you really couldn't see two things. You could see Halep really push and persevere and beat a power player who's redlining. But I haven't seen that yet from her. I mean, I I, I think everyone was picking her to win Wimbledon at some point or even at least get to the final and play Jabor. But then Rybakina played an incredible match and the racket was on her hands. And I just feel like Garcia could be one of those opponents where, you know, she just, you know, because 
Halep, as great of a counterpuncher as she is, she is just prone to getting hit off the court sometimes. Yeah. So I just feel like uh, I feel like Garcia is the kind of player to really do that and beat her in straight sets or just kind of if it becomes a grind fest, then you like Halep's chances a lot more. But it's just. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like, and also Garcia will be a bit more battle tested, so having having faced Sakari the round before, and yeah. she has all this momentum on her side. It just I can't count her. I can't count out the momentum. It's just it's too tempting for me to just run with it. So I'm going with yeah. I'm going with Garcia in that one. Interesting. Well, Vance, I'm gonna go for I'm going for Halep in this one. Um, I just uh, I think Garcia. The, the, I kind of I, I started alluding to what I was talking about, but I'll kind of elaborate on what I mean. Yeah. Against Kvitova, like power players, you can hit big down the middle of the court. She's so good at sort of half volleying those shots back into a space where it can't be attacked again, and then setting herself up for a subsequent shot. I think she's really good against power players. It's kind of a long and short of it. She's like an aggressive. I don't, she's not a counter puncher, obviously, but she's she's able to sort of turn aggression into her own aggression. Basically, is kind of what I mean. Yeah. Um, Against somebody like Halep, I think Halep has the option of making it a grind fest. I don't think she's afraid of doing that, mm-hmm. given how she played in in, Mon- in uh, Toronto. Sorry, especially in that final against Harad Meyer when she didn't really play a very tidy match, but she still managed to come through. She's kind of at that point where her base level is high enough that I'm confident in picking her in a oh, lot yes. of matches, basically. Um, so yeah, for that reason, I'm, I'm going to pick Halep over Garcia. I like it. I like it because I, yeah. I, I do really agree about her base level, yeah. Um, being super high. Uh, but it's just that if Garcia is playing lights out, I could also see her just taking the racket away and just crushing second serves and just coming forward and just being relentless for two sets, catching fire yeah. basically. But but I also yeah. see what you're saying with um with Halep turning defense into attack, and those are all great points. And also, yeah. I just checked their head to head. It's seven two for Halep, but. Garcia beat her in Doha this year. Wow, seven two. Yeah. But okay, yeah. But Garcia okay. won four and three in Doha, uh, indoor hard. Yeah, Halep which, actually uh, wasn't playing terribly at that point in the season either, so it's quite yeah. Okay, it, it's interesting, but I'll 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 just yeah. I'll, I'll go with I'll stick with it. I'll just say Garcia. Okay. Yeah. No, so yeah. it's a very interesting match. I think we'll yeah. get it though, Vance. So yes. We'll see what yeah. Um, but yeah, now we go to the Ons Jabor and Nenkontovate, Serena Williams, all the good stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this section. is a very open quarter for sure, isn't very it? Very open. Jeez. And uh, Jabor is the fifth seed here. Um, and obviously this is Annette Contivate's quarter. Annette mm-hmm. uh, Contivate, who had an amazing run last year, this time of the year, from Cleveland all the way till Doha this year. Be- but since then, be- it's been... Basically what's yeah, propping up the second seeding. I think she had that final in a... Doha as well, right? But yeah, apart but, from that. But since then it's been it's not been great for her, obviously. Yeah. Uh, especially with long COVID and also just losing a lot of matches. So confidence is very low right now. But I feel like this is the good draw that Serena Williams best draw that I think Serena Williams could have hoped for in the first round. Kovinich is more of a clay court player. She got to the third round of the French Open. Yeah. I believe she made a five hundred final in Charleston last year that was also on clay. Uh, I don't think one. she. Yeah. I don't think she can really take time away from Serena with, uh, with her power, and I don't think she has the kind of variety of say like Harmony Tan. All those yeah. things being considered, I think this is a really good opportunity for anyone who plays Serena because they're just going to get up for that match, and it's quite possible we see them peak and just play absolutely out of their mind, given that you know everyone wants to face Serena right now just because they want to be part of that 
history and they want to yeah yeah so i just yeah i have no idea how that's going to go i have zero seriously i have no clue i don't even know if i want to predict it because yeah i could a bit 50 it's very 50 50 like it's just i just don't see anyone this section is kind of interesting i mean but then i just uh, yeah like i i have no idea who's really going to come out of this Jabor, I could really see Jabor. I, I actually look at Shelby Rogers as somewhat of a dark horse, but even though she's seated yeah, for the first time, which is, a... which is good, I guess she's seated um, because normally she's I... unseated and takes out seeds. Yeah, I just I think I think her serves a big enough weapon that she could find her way through Jabor. To be honest, um, yeah. I, could, I could see her winning that third round mm-hmm, for sure. I actually have uh, Jabor going out in the second round to oh. Elizabeth Mendlik. Oh, okay. So wow. if you don't know, um, Elizabeth Mendlik is, is Hannah Mendlikova's daughter. Ah, okay. Uh, and I watched her play in San Jose. I watched her play against Bedosa. And Bedosa was actually playing pretty decent that week. She beat Goff and got to the semis and lost to Kazakina. Yeah. And I remember watching that third set and she served for the match. She was overpowering Bedosa from the, in baseline rallies. She was serving pretty well. Like, uh, and I, I'm not sure if it was just a flash in the pan because she did qualify also and had to beat Jill Teichman in the qualifying, mm-hmm. who is not easy to beat. And mm-hmm. I, and also, you know, U.S. player and Ons Jabor lately hasn't been on since the Wimbledon final. Um, you know, I think she actually really prefers clay and grass really over hard in general. Yeah. Uh, US, uh-huh. Your U.S. Open results haven't been great. Last year, she lost to Martins in the third round, which isn't a terrible loss, but it's still... Uh, but... You know, she is somewhat prone to early slam defeats, as great as she has been this year, second best player. But I don't know. I just have a feeling about that one. Hannah Mendelkova's daughter and just being, you know, 21 years of age and just having nothing to lose on a big stage against Jabor. Uh, I just, I, I, I don't know. I could be, I could be wrong, but I just, um, I no, just I think like that's it. a, I just I, think, I like I think that's a dangerous match. match for Jabor. I, I really do. She big hitting. Just, uh, she's not. She's not that convincing on a, a hard court at all. I agree. Like so, yeah. no, I, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I'd still, I'll still pick her to get through to the third. But I'm gonna pick okay. Rogers over, over. I think. Yeah, I think I probably would have picked that too as well. Um, if they had played, and then what do you think about Kazaki now? Because I actually, I, I like her chances. I like the way she's been playing, even though she's been. Yeah, I really, really fancy her chances. Actually, I, I think. It's it's so odd though. Like I suppose it's, she plays a different game for me on a, on a hard court for sure. Like she's able to be more aggressive than she would be on a, yeah. on a clay court. I, think, I guess she's just got a lot of variety, a lot of feel. Yeah. Um, you you were talking about how she's able to loop her forehands like crazily to defend and uh, sort of tee off on it when she does have a bit more time. She can adapt for sure. That should lend herself. It should lend itself to at least a forefriend, I would imagine. I think she's the favourite over Kurumatova. If Kurumatova gets that far, yeah. um, Van der Vee could find a way through if she has a spike in form. But mm-hmm. yeah, Kasekina in the forefriend for me. And then if she's against Rogers, I'd probably pick Rogers by Wesker, actually. Yeah, that's um, yeah. that's tricky. It's hard to call. Yeah, for sure. I had Kasekina earlier in the week and I've swayed to Rogers now. Interesting. Just based on the serve. So it's, it's, it's difficult. I'm I'll still pick Rogers there. Okay, that's very interesting. I'm going to go with Kazakina. Um, I just feel like she's been so good this year. Top 10 player now. San Jose final still stuck in my head. Rogers, if she can sustain it for over a set, definitely a good bet. But I feel like Kazakina's variety and just her consistency from the back of the court 
Oh, and the last believe, two sets were quite grim, weren't they? Actually? Yeah, six one, six two, and I just I can't overlook that, so I just have to. Yeah, I, I just think that San Jose match is pretty relevant. That was also kind of a fast hard court, just like this. Yeah, and, uh, and also Rogers, I think she's she does really well to for with the upsets, but then I think backing up those wins has been tough for her. That's why she's probably the best player to have never won a title, but that's also why yeah. I haven't really. Seen yeah, it. like last last year does come to mind actually. Um, when she played Radicata in the yeah. fourth round, uh, that was brutal. That was really not a nice thing to watch. Um, yeah. So I guess mental scars maybe mm-hmm. do have to be considered. Yeah, yeah. I I won't jump ship. Oh, I also forgot she's playing Harriet Dart in the first round. That's actually not super easy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I like, Dart, I like, I guess, I like but... Dart more on grass. For sure. Right, okay. So, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't know enough about Dart's game actually. I've seen her play a wee bit. I think I think I saw her play Keys maybe this year on yeah. grass and she kinda of got yeah. blown off the court, but obviously Keys can do that to anybody, so Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I see Fernandez and Contivate in this section. I have no idea if Contivate is gonna get far or if it's if Serena can go on another if Serena can actually stretch this out a bit. Hmm. I have I have my pick here. I'll, well, okay, I'll, say, I'll say that a wee bit. First, Fernandez for me. Okay. Um, that first round is not easy. Interesting. Yeah, I have her losing in the second round, actually, to a uh, Russian player. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so did I. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One Samson over, maybe. But I was, was just going to say, yeah, Dodan also isn't a, a, a walkover, to be fair. Um, yeah. Hits the ball incredibly big. Just uh-huh. kind of that one of those younger players who hasn't really learned how to rein it in properly yet. But I mean, if, yeah. she's, if she's playing well enough for two sets, then could easily see somebody like Fernandez getting beat by her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you'd make Fernandez the favorite there. Samsonova, I fancy Samsonova to beat Fernandez. I do too. Sure. On these quick hard courts, first strike tennis, big serve, big forehand, yeah, um, big ground strokes in general, just very under the radar. You know, not not many people talk about her. So I, yeah. I like that pick. I have the same thing, and I. I and, you know, Krajikova has been struggling as of late. But I could see her getting to the third round. I actually have Samsonova coming through this section. Oh, my gosh. How far? Bunch out of interest? I have her in the semis. Yes, Bunch. Here we go. I have her in okay. the semis, okay? I have I've, her. Got her, I've got her in the semis as well. Oh, my goodness, dude. I have her <laughs> I have her against because I have her beating Kazakina in the quarters. And I actually did check their head-to-head before, and they've never played each other. Yeah. So that will be interesting. I love that you've got the same pick there because I I've, I've been in love with Samsonova's game for so long. It's brilliant, and like all of a sudden, we're seeing it consistently coming to the fore. Like pretty much, but the last what three tournaments or something. Like she's not lost a match that you know she shouldn't have lost. She's been winning matches very easily a lot of the time. She not enough. Is she in a final this week? Is that right? Yeah, I think in Granby, right? Or was it was it Granby or was it? Was it? Oh, actually, no, no, no. She just won. She won in. Uh, there we go then. Yeah, she won in go. Cleveland. Oh my god! Yeah, actually, I just, I just saw this. So she beat Sasnovich six one six three in the final. Wow. Okay. And she yeah. didn't drop a set all week. She beat Sigmund, Lynette, Para. She's yeah. been. She's been brilliant. That's the thing. She's okay. learning how to yes. sort of like harness her, her crazy I... power. And um, the thing is, she's on a ten match winning streak because she didn't play the Masters. Oh, oh, did she not? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think injury, and so she beat she beat Kanepi in that final we were discussing on your show, and yeah. and then since so she hasn't lost, she's won two two fifties. 
getting into the yeah. US. Yeah, I like this. I like this a lot. I, I feel yeah. good about it, actually. So I think, I, I, I think she's playing top 10 tennis for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like her game. Right. So Garcia and Samsonova for me um, in the semis. Yeah, Hallett and Samsonova, I guess. Yeah, not much different. Yeah. Yeah. So who's your who's your pick uh, for Hallett and Samsonova? I basically picked Hallett to beat Samsonova because okay. Hallett. But actually, if I was really to think about it properly, Hallett could get beat by Samsonova kind of easily for exactly the same reason you just mentioned earlier. Like if somebody's got a red line that's just too high, like Rebekina, she could just get blown off the court. So if I put Samsonova that far, I'm still yeah. picking Hallett. Because oh okay, I, was I know I'm still picking, I'm still picking Alex, but I really should I should think about it properly because uh, I I've not got the guts to back Samson over to get to a final. To be honest, that's literally all it is. But logic, really, if I put Samson over that far, I should be back in the Russian. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Garcia again versus Samsonova. I yeah. just think the hot streak continues and. I think the crowd will really get behind someone like uh, Garcia oh, as opposed to... Yeah, they'll, they'll love Garcia. Yeah, and the flair, sure. I think she brings that extra net game and, for, uh, you know, attacking tennis where she can take time away. For Samsonova, it's more about power and setting up yeah. big shots. But for Garcia, I think she'll be able to find those finishes and she'll just keep on playing this kind of aggressive brand of tennis. And yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to really be effective. So I have yeah. I have Garcia versus Osaka in the final. Well, I, okay, I'm sticking to Hallett, but as I've just said, logic maybe should have maybe changed my my decision. But I'll stick with Hallett. And yeah. on the other side, what Kino and Zeng and Pliskova. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Zeng. Okay. The, I'm gonna pick Zeng in the final. <laughs> <laughs> Zeng versus Hallett. Okay, that's a rematch of round two of the French Open. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, <laughs> barring what is genuinely is a factor. I mean, actually, Halep had a panic attack in that match. I really yeah, hope that that's... doesn't become something that if that happened, I really hope that isn't a factor. Let's yeah, that let's was just sad. Say it's not. Um, I would pick. I pick Halep. Okay, because Halep, Halep in a, a first U.S. Open final. I mean, she takes the opportunity by the scruff of the neck. Surely. That that will be a very impressive career she'll have racked up with the U.S. Open title right there. That's then she's only missing Australia, which she was literally five points away from winning like in twenty eighteen. So, yeah. my goodness, yeah, that would be that would be amazing. Um, That'd be great. Yeah, I have um, I have Osaka winning. Okay, I love it. I have Osaka beating Garcia. Uh, yeah, love like, it. Like I said, never lost a final, never lost a semi, never lost a quarter. It's an even year. She wins a hardcore major every year. She's <laughs> I. I have to I have to go with it and because of because of her draw and Collins and I, I think by then she'll be really, really engaged. She'll have all I like her serve to get through big situations. Yeah. I think Garcia sometimes doesn't have a great serving day and it can it can cost her and um Osaka. Yeah, I mean the, I'm tempted with the with the variety, but apart from net rushing and a lot of really good volleys and net play, I think I don't see a whole lot of like supreme variety and it can all just go wrong Garcia in a, in a slam final for the first time I mean never been in that situation I don't know how she'll handle it so that's why I have uh, Garcia is probably incomparable but Garcia's got a pretty decent final record as well right she does I, I, yeah 
Yeah, but just not in just just not in just not in majors. That's the no, difference. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's, obviously, the, that's the telling factor, bunch. Yeah, obviously she has the three one thousands, and she made the world tour finals, and she has a what nine and three record in finals, something crazy, some some really yeah, good stat. Ten and like three, that. ten and three. I think she has ten titles. But yeah, uh, I, I back experience there, so I'm just gonna go with. Yeah, you you back you back a four 0 record in slam finals over a ten yes, final yes. record over all twenty. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's so. that's that's what I mean by experience in, in majors. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's what I got. <laughs> it's an exciting drama match. I'm mean, I like I, I think our calls though they are bold are not uh, unprecedented given the the year we've yeah had, it's it, it's definitely not and yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm still going with a big name who's won four majors for crying out loud. So yeah, it's, exactly. It's still... yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm still going for the two-time major champion. Exactly. Yeah, so. exactly. So at the end of the day, and we did have sort of Kvitova, you know, get to the final last week. Like these are players who've been there, done it. It's not they're not really flash in the pan in the context of a whole career. So I think that's yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah, yeah. All right. For sure. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jack, for joining me. This was this was a blast. Love doing these shows and uh, yeah, yeah. No, no worries, Vance. I, I really enjoyed it. Actually, it was a, a really good fun. Um, yeah, happy to come on next time you need me, of course. Yep. Any anytime. All right. Take care. See ya. Thanks, Vance. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 